You're listening to an Arts Mitten podcast. You're listening to Arts Mitten here on Sin with Zach and Josh. And we are jumping into a chat with Matthew Lutton, the creator and director of Hour of the Wolf. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so, Hour of the Wolf is an immersive theatre production. So, just to kick things off, can you define for our audience what's immersive theatre mean for you? Yes, I'm saying it's all about giving audiences choice and power. So, you get to move around the theatre essentially as you're watching the show. So, for Hour of the Wolf, it means we've got about 13 locations, and at the end of every scene, you've got to choose which. Uh, location you want to go to next and what part of the story you want to watch. So it uh, really lets you be the editor of your own story, like being in a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, it's really interesting. Now, now you had done Because the Night in 2021, which is a, was a similar show. Is this is Hour of the Wolf a sort of follow-up to that? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, Because the Night was our sort of artistic response to COVID, mm. um, and it was a huge piece. It was about, we sort of filled about five kilometres of space uh, for uh, because of the night. And this one's about half the size. Um, so it's a follow-up. But one of the things that we learnt from um, because of the night was people wanted a chance to see more because often the, the shows are so big you don't get to see uh, all of it. So. The big difference is in Hour of the Wolf, it has a structure in it where every 20 minutes the whole show repeats and starts again. So you can keep going back to the beginning of the show and make different choices. Right. So there's a reset mm. for it. So was, is Because the Night, uh, is Hour of the Wolf like a narrative continuation of Because the Night or more just a thematic follow-up? Uh, no, it's a follow-on in its form, but no, narratively, it's completely different because... Um, because the night was a response to Hamlet, but this is a uh, Hour of the Wolf is a whole new story written by Kezia Warner and myself. So this uh, Hour of the Wolf is about a town called Hope Hill, where uh, once one night each year it's haunted by a, like a, a ghost spectral figure called Mrs. Wolf, comes and claims what she believes is owed to her from the town, from the people. She takes objects, she takes memories, she takes people. Um, and this is uh, 10 stories or 10 lives in the town on that night and what gets taken from them. Yeah, wow. And, and you mentioned uh, Because the Night was, you know, a much larger sort of production. Um, in this production, the audience is given headsets to hear the narration and dialogue. Did you do that last time? And have you found this to be the best way to immerse people in the story? Uh, this is, the headphones are new. So we didn't do it uh, last time, and it's yeah, it's a huge leap forward for us. And, and um, the headphones, like they, they do a few different things. One, it's like they firstly they offer you a narrator that uh, you can hear and that is guiding you throughout the show, so it gives you more sort of instructions about choice. Um, but the other thing is it uh, immerses you in the, in the oral sense, like you sort of feel like you're in your own sound bubble. Mm, so I right. just like that feeling if you're. It's just like that feeling as if you're walking down a street wearing headphones and you sort of feel like you're in your own soundtrack. Uh, the headphones here allow you to sort of really be in um, the music of the world. And it also means the actors perform very intimately, like in a film set. They're almost whispering around you and you feel like you're sort of right up next to them. Right. So when creating those sorts of soundscapes that people can actually hear through the headphones, did you have to take a different approach to when you would normally design a show? 
Oh, uh, not yet. <laughs> this is a super complicated uh, technical show and design process. I mean, if you think about the, the way the headphones work is they are infrared and uh, change their signals depending on where you're standing. Mm. So we have to create huge, there's about five or six hours of music content playing in the space uh, through a whole lot of different uh, signals and transmitters. And depending where you stand, it depends which uh, track or signal you're switching to. So for a show that goes for just over an hour, you have to create a lot of material so that you can um, make the whole space filled with music where you're located. Right. Now, when you were sort of describing the story earlier, it sounds like you're drawing a lot from kind of gothic horror influences. Uh, is that kind of the case? Yeah, definitely. Real, um, I'm really interested in the stories that are sort of engaged with the supernatural. Um, and I think this is a big story about, uh, which a lot of gothic stories are really about how belief gets created and mythology. Like this town has a story, this myth about Mrs. Wolf and that she takes things from people. But there's also the whole debate whether that's just a created story just for convenience. Is it a lie? Is it true and something that should be worshipped? Um, and then, of course, where did this story come from? What's the origin of it? What's the real truth of Mrs. Wolf? And that's a big part of the show. If you solve some puzzles in the show and are very curious, you can sort of go back in time 200 years to meet the person that the myth is based on. Um, and that's certainly an interest of mine as to where we are, stories that we tell each other come from, what's their origin. Right. So with that sort of gothic influence, what do the scenes look and also sound like? Can you tell us a bit about those? The scenes themselves? Well, they all of them, they're very at night. We're in a very contemporary world is a bit like a Wong Kai Wai film. So like the one location is uh, like an abandoned church, another is a karaoke bar, another is an abandoned convenience store, laundromat, pottery studio, a smashed car out of it in a dock. So there's a whole lot of um, spaces that are sort of with a sort of hauntedness at 3am. There's lots of neon lights, lots of, lots of smoke and lots of... Um, uh, the hazy uh, 3am um, and the sounds themselves there's a sort of the whole soundtrack has a very synthy vibe to it because we're really trying to get into that sense of early in the morning where everything's quite hypnotic and you start to lose time that is so interesting now now Matthew you've been working with Malthouse for years you started it was assistant artistic director you've been an associate artist artistic director co-CEO you've produced some iconic shows like Cloud Street Elephant Man Picnic at Hanging Rock which I am still having nightmares about what has that journey been like for you and can you talk to those experiences yeah, yeah. it's been a massive journey so I think I've been working in a company in different Sorry, you just you're cutting out a little bit there, Matthew. Sorry to cut you off. You're just cutting out a little bit there. Can you just take that one from the top again? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so I've been at the Malt House for about ten years now, in lots of different capacities. And uh, the big thing for me is that over that time, you just keep responding to what's happening within the landscape in Melbourne. So. Uh, there's been a periods where I've been doing a lot of adaptations of classic stories and there's been other periods where I've been investigating Australian literature and other parts that have been all about new work or horror stories. 
So there's always a sense of um, responding to what sort of energy is coming from the artistic community and also all of the other artists in Melbourne are creating and getting on their, their wavelength. So it's an endlessly uh, changing uh, environment and very, very creative to be part of. Mm. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Matthew. If people want to find more of your work or more about Malthouse Theatre or Hour of the Wolf, where can they find you? Uh, where our building is located in um, in um, South Bank on Sturt Street and everything's on the website, malthousetheatre.com.au is where we've got the details for Hour of the Wolf and all the other shows that are coming up uh, this year. And Great. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to an Art Smitten podcast. You can listen to Art Smitten live every Saturday from 12pm on Sin. Mm-hmm.